Thursday, February 2nd. We made it through the first month of 2023. Welcome to the show. The Bayside Report. Gasparilla. Success. I met Mike fucking Tyson. Randomly. How does that happen? We'll get into it. The Super Bowl. It's set. Chiefs and Eagles. Who's going to win? Is the NFL fixed? We'll talk about that as well. It feels great to be back on the Bayside Report. I don't know about you guys, but it's been like fucking summertime down here. I know. Happy Groundhog Day as well. How could we forget about Groundhog Day? He saw a shadow, so I guess that means winter. Six more weeks of it. I don't know about you guys, but it's been 78 and sunny almost every day. Alec Baldwin officially charged. Well, our boy, free my boy, he ain't do nothing. Welcome to the fucking episode. It is a pleasure to be back with all of you. Mike Tyson, we'll start with that. Just how fucking random, what alternate reality is this shit I'm about to tell you? So, you know, Gasparilla is coming up this week or well, past week at this point. This is about Tuesday of last week, so into January. And, you know, shopping around the medical cannabis menus on the, on the, you know, websites looking for what I need, my little cachet for Casparilla. You know, I get into the third or fourth website. By the third one, there's this banner on top of the menu. It says, meet Mike Tyson this Friday, 11 a.m. to 1.30 and purchase some of his Tyson 2.0 product. What the fuck? How random is that? So excuse if you hear the plane in the background, everyone, there's an air show coming to town here soon. There is an Air Force base close by. So we're going to have planes circling around the air, landing all over us probably every three minutes. Don't know if it's getting picked up or not. So Friday, 1130 to 1 p.m. Perfect. I'm on. I work from home. That's my lunch break. So, you know, I, I wait and I, you know, I even call them. I'm like, is this is this legit? And they're like, yeah, Mike Tyson's coming down. You know, he's doing a little Florida circuit. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, I wait and I haven't met many celebrities before to be. This is probably this is obviously the biggest one I've ever met in my life. It's pretty hard to top Mike Tyson. I didn't know how he's going to be because I know he does a lot of public events. I know it's a big thing for him to, you know, do meetups and stuff. So I assume he would be, you know, in a good mood and tolerable. But, you know, how celebrities can be sometimes. It's the opposite of that. And, you know, he's been driving around Florida. I'm sure he's exhausted, you know, getting older in age and everything too. But no, Mike Tyson, complete opposite. So I get there and I could just tell, like, some of the people and I'm like, all right, these motherfuckers are probably going to get kicked out. And of course, like three of them were like, you can't come in here. You don't even have a medical card. Why are you trying? So, you know, I get right in, sample some of his product, purchase some of his product to sample for later. And then I get in line and take a picture with him. And the lady in front of me, they were talking for a minute. You know, Mike, he just had a, that grandfather presence. He didn't have just so down, truly down to earth. Like, I've heard it everywhere. I've heard it on every podcast. Every podcast he's been on, he's been super down to earth. And people try and fuck with Mike and, you know, try and knock him off that. But he truly is. He was a gentle dude. And I know he's done wrong shit in the past, whatever. You know, the past is the past. But felt like you just a real he felt like a community guy like he fit in you know i got i got a little nervous it's mike fucking tyson how can he not 
but I shook his hand, just said, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. God bless, you know, big fan. And it, it felt like he wanted to talk longer. It felt like he really just wanted to sit down. Obviously, he had a huge line of people behind him, so I wasn't going to hold him up. But that's just, that's the energy I got. Truly down to earth. Just a great way to kick off a weekend, too. And, fr- you know, it was hard to go back. That's a that's a tough lunch break to return from. But, you know, we closed out the day Friday, Gasparilla. Weather was perfect. You couldn't ask for better. Had had some of the boys come in from Pittsburgh and just ride on Bayshore. I I got the fucking happy dads. And you know what? I tried them one time a year or two ago, and I was like, these suck. But I they must have fixed them up a little bit because they're not that bad. They actually were pretty they're pretty solid. You know, they have electrolytes in them, or they claim. They're they were okay. They were okay. So I drank, you know, we drank a case of those. We fucking just camped on Bayshore festivities, you know, went all around, got the pizza after just a good Gasparilla packed. No, I didn't really see any shit. You know, usually Gasparillas can pop off a little bit, especially in the parade area, you know, people in fights and shit, just people, a lot of people sleeping on the street. Saw a lot of that. This one poor buddy, he was sleeping on a tree and the cop didn't want to call it in. He's like, please wake up, please wake up. But he had to call it in kid couldn't get up i think that was the only thing i really saw this year at gasparilla was just pat people just dead not dead bodies but you know bodies everywhere just people passed out on the street everywhere couldn't handle the sauce got lost in the sauce and also i guess there's a new trend going around where you get a jug of a gallon jug of water I, i don't know i see this everywhere and i was made aware of it by one of my friends but you get a a gallon jug of water and i think you pour a quarter of it out put vodka in for that other quarter and then put whatever i mean if you want to put in mio or kool-aid i'd probably do kool-aid but it's everywhere everyone had those fucking carrying around jugs so i have to look into that trend it it must be brand new first time i saw it they the championship games too the next day and the weather was even better just back to the beach 80 degrees in january are you kidding me? Can you just such a serotonin boost in that vitamin D and even 60 degree water went under? Fuck it. Why not? Let that seawater revitalize you. But watch the championship games. And yeah, everyone's saying that NFL's fixed, yada, yada. I, I was one of those people reaction after right after the game. I was one of those people who thought the same thing because it kind of seemed like it. You know, I think there was a holding... I think there was a f- two holding calls that were missed. One on the punt, the return, the punt return by Kansas City that got them to the 50-yard line. And then the other one was when Patrick Mahomes went out of bounds and kind of flopped a little bit. It was a late hit, but there was also a holding call on that, and so it had been offsetting penalties. So, I don't know, but then I also saw a few missed calls, a few uh, missed calls that went in Cincinnati's favor. It's hard. To, it's hard to say. I mean officiating and maybe the officials are too old they are the experienced ones but some of these officials are 40 50 years old can they keep up with the speed of the nfl that's a question we need to ask and we've been talking about robot umpires in baseball how about robot referees in nfl and we were talking about robots last week we were talking about robots for chipotle and robots for mcdonald's because they already have robots as your servers and restaurants I think we're hitting a point here that robots are going to take over. 
So I think we need robot referees, robot umpires in baseball, basketball. You just got corrupt referees gambling on the fucking game. Does Vegas play a part in it? I, I mean, Vegas knows everything. And then everyone's talking about the Arian Foster interview that on uh, Barstool. He, I know they were being sarcastic towards him and just kind of roasting him a little bit, but I think he said that prior. So he, mu- he must believe it. I don't know. He must know something. And I've heard that from a few other former NFL players. I don't think there's a script. I don't think they, I don't think it's like you go to training camp and here's your, here's your pamphlet. Cause you can't, you can't script injuries. I think you, I think they just influence as best as they can. And I think sometimes the NFL gets beat on that influence. I think the officials are influenced to make calls for ratings. I mean, isn't that, I think that was proven in the NHL that they'll, you know, try and extend the series as long as possible for TV ratings. So, Prime example, the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl. 28 3, you're down 28 3. And now they're making a movie about it. 80 for Brady, by the way, coming out this Friday. Not sponsoring the movie, just free promo for them, I guess. You're down 28 3 at halftime. So, what the comeback in there was a, there was a video I watched years ago on YouTube breaking down the end of that game. How, how the officials, you know, they would stop the game at weird times, times you wouldn't usually stop the game for no reason. And, you know, you would see them converse and they said it was, quote, them trying to write the script. Like, okay, let's let's call holding this next play or like, let's let this play breathe. We'll call pass interference if they throw it. And then was it the Saints? And I forget who they played. I It was an AFC or NFC championship game. Maybe it was the Saints and the Seahawks. I really can't remember. But there was a pass interference call on the last play of the game that was so blatantly. I don't. That was a really blatant miss. So I guess we just have to go back and ask our ask ourselves these questions. The 2005 Super Bowl 40 Steelers Seahawks. A lot of people say that Super Bowl was fixed. Now I'm I'm a little biased here. I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say whether it was or not. But there's been a lot of incidents. There's been a lot of incidents that hold some weight. Hold some weight to the narrative. You know, you just never know anymore. It isn't entertainment. It is technically branded as entertainment. The NFL, entertainment, MLB, entertainment, NBA more than anything. I think the NBA is certainly a little rigged. Fast game. I understand officiating's officiating's hard so back to our whole entire point we need robots that was just what we conclude today that we need robots in these sporting events to officiate and you're going to see it probably in 20 years maybe even 10 i think they already said they're starting it with mlb so hey we'll see how it goes but 20 years from now i think it's a lock that you'll have a robot official in the nba game or the nfl how about pit basketball? For those of you that probably don't give a fuck, let me just get something off real quick. Pit basketball beat UNC last night, and it was an epic win. Now, pit basketball obviously was a basketball school in their Big East days back in my childhood, so it's bringing back nostalgic memories of those days when we, me and my dad would ride up to Oakland, Pittsburgh neighborhood 
on Saturday afternoons and watch our Pitt Panthers. And they were always ranked, they were ranked number one at one point, always in the top 10, or even just the top 25. So it's good to see that. It's good to see the Pitt Panthers are, I believe, a lock to be a tournament team. Great. Oh, yeah. And then there's an ice storm up north, back to weather. I, these planes, apologies, everyone, these planes over us. You got Air Force bombers flying over you. I guess that's a protective feeling. But is there an ice storm in Texas? Man, Texas just can't get a break with these with this winter weather. And I Texas isn't really that warm. People think Texas is warm. Yeah, it's hot in the summer. And yeah, probably in about a month, you're going to start hitting 70s or even a few weeks. You'll start hitting 70 degrees in Texas. But they just they get one pretty rough fucking ice storm a year one it shuts down their whole infrastructure they can't they can't handle it and that's that's just a crazy thought to me georgia and then just snow in your toast or even a dusting of snow you're done i'd be driving through that shit like it's nothing you know i guess it's really just that fear factor for people from the south but even georgia gets cold georgia is no you know, everyone thinks, oh, it's the South. It's it's warm all the time. Even Tampa gets cold. Even Tampa's in the 30s o- overnight sometimes. I think last year it even hit the 20s. That really changed my perspective on, you know, the, the real tropical is Miami. That's really it. And Miami, once again, even gets cold. It was 47 degrees for an NFL game this year. So no one, no one, you know, those, uh, what's that shit called? Arctic? No, uh, damn polar vortex the polar vortex no one's safe from the polar vortex and then i remember we do the bowling water challenges negative three degrees it was in college didn't turn out burn the fuck out of you know just just massive failure but at least you gotta try it if you're ever growing up in that negative three degree weather you gotta go throw a boiling pot of water in the air just don't throw it over your head use the one the long handle don't use the two handle. Use use the one handle if you're going to try it this weekend. If you're going to be in negative degree weather, that's about all I got for the weather. But yeah, what else is going on? Just another year, guys. Oh, do we talk about Tom Brady retiring? Yeah, Tom Brady retired. Tom Brady's done. I didn't really see it coming this quick, and it, it's even crazy to me that he said he would stay in Tampa if he decided to stick around. I thought he definitely went to Vegas or Miami, but hey, he's done it. It looks like he's just chilling out in Clearwater. He might got a new boo, you know, just taking the kids. Probably still, I think he's still horseback riding around here. Who knows? Who knows? But Tom Brady's done. How's that going to change the NFL landscape? The new era has officially started of the NFL. My childhood era of the NFL is over. So it is also snowbird season, everyone. February is just a great month. Other than the increase in traffic for snowbird season, spring training baseball, my Yan- my Yankee spring training, George M. Steinbretter, you can't ask for a better environment, but I actually get to see the Phillies this year. I get to see the Blue Jays in Dunedin, of course, my Pittsburgh Pirates down south in Bradenton. So we're going to hit them all. There's an interesting debate going on that was brought to my attention yesterday. Here's the question, everybody. Pick two. They will defend you. The rest is coming to kill you. Okay, so here's your options. You got nine options. 
Two will defend you, and the rest are coming for your ass. 50, I believe that's a bald eagle. 10 alligators or crocodiles. We'll say five and five. We'll say five alligators, five crocodiles. Three adult grizzly bears. Seven bulls. Are those bulls? Yeah, seven bulls. One sniper. Bolt action sniper. Bolt action. We'll say 50 cal. 50 caliber. 15 wolves. 10,000 rats. Five gorillas. And four lions. Think about it. Digest it for a second. And I have. I have for a few days. Here's my final pick. 10,000 rats. Why? Why 10,000 rats, Garrett? 10,000 rats? A rat's the size of a cat. And for those of you who live in New York City, I'm sure you can attest, any Northeast city can attest, rats are fucking savages. 10,000 rats. And I haven't made my second pick yet. 10,000 rats could ravage a bolt action sniper in no time. So, so sniper out. The wolves might be a fight. 15 wolves, that's a lot of wolves, but I think they, I think you put a thousand rat, you might lose a thousand rats versus 15 wolves. Take the wolves out. Okay. Now I'm just going to get into my pick. Four lions. Fuck, I might be running out of rats. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm taking the gorillas. So five gorillas, well, 10,000 rats are taking care of seven bulls. A sniper. The sniper's easy. He just he's gonna get so overwhelmed, and then a gorilla can go in and clean him up. Take his fucking gun. Can, we could steal the sniper's gun, and use it for ourselves. Now the gorillas they're gonna toss the wolves around. That's easy, but fifty eagles, that's gonna be tough because the eagles can just attack and fly away, attack and fly. They just have to grab the eagles and just throw them throw them at the ground. So the rats are kind of useless with the eagles unless the rats are climbing on the back of the gorilla to fight the eagle the bulls ah that's just gonna be a matchup against the gorilla and the bull and the rats will help the rats are just gonna have to be tearing and eating people and i'm just gonna be sitting there in a chair hoping i'm good the grizzly bears and the out jesus man that's a lot i might it might be close but you, you, the rats, you can't lose too many rats. I think 10,000 of them will be fine. How many? Yeah, I'd, I'd say a thousand. You allocate the, you allocate the rats. Like you set them up in battalions. So we have a, we have a werewolf or not a werewolf. We have a wolf bat. We have a wolf battalion. So you got a thousand for the wolves. And then we'll, you know, we'll deploy them with the lions. So when they fight the lions, we'll, we'll deploy a little battalion to go with a gorilla or two. Yeah, well, I'll set it up. I'll set it up strategically. So rats will be deployed. The gorillas will be deployed. But yes, 10,000 rats, five gorillas against the field. I like my chances. But all right, everyone. I don't know what else to really talk about on this episode. Other than I was thinking about bachelor party cities and I'm not getting married anytime fucking soon, but I think it's just a thought everyone has. And my buddy, he's um, getting married in October and we're, we're doing the whole Vegas thing for the bachelor party. And the, and you know, Vegas is usually the, the destination for the bachelor party. 
so I'm thinking about mine. I don't know if I do Vegas. I feel like Vegas is kind of getting like, well, it's not like Nashville. Nashville's definitely over, over hype. It, and that's more of a bachelorette city anyways. I just think Nashville's, I haven't personally been there, but I think, you know, I think the Nashville hype is kind of declining a little bit for now. Vegas hype never dies. Vegas is always the the, the gras. But I was thinking of alternatives, alternative bachelor party cities. You know, where else could you really have a good time? Denver. I think Denver's in my top three for sure. You know, you could you can go in the mountains, you can golf, you can go to downtown, you can go to Rockies game. You could have a blast in Denver. Vancouver, Canada, mountains, the sea. Fucking sick. I'm sure that I'm sure the scenes there in Canada you get out of the U.S. for a little bit. Miami, so Miami, I, I think that's more of a bachelorette city. It could be a bachelor party, but you're just yeah, you're just clubbing, you're just clubbing and shit, going to the beach. Which I don't know. I live in Florida, so I've done a lot of that, you know. So I feel like I want to switch it up a little bit. How about Santa Cruz, California? Off the map, off the radar, might be inaccessible and expensive, so probably not a favorite. But Santa Cruz. Here it's a great tourist town, a great city to to check out. And then, of course, Montana. How about a fucking cabin in Montana? You you go to a golf resort or something. Maybe Bozeman's lit. Maybe Billings is lit. I don't know. I haven't done much research on it. But a cabin, like a fucking massive cabin in the woods, in the mountains, golf, the whole nine yards. This one is a complete no, but I just think it's funny. What if you did a fucking cruise, a four to five day bachelor cruise? Horrible idea would probably be, it would be fun, but you'd probably get arrested in Jamaica and not make it back on the ship. All right, everyone, 2023 is rolling. Change is constant. I feel like my baseline year for life is 2015. I don't know, because I was, you know, that's when I became an adult and turned 18 years old and, you know, started living the real world. But how far have we come? Seven years, eight years already from 2015. So that just goes to show how fast things are changing. I've seen these TikToks on TikTok that are centered around, sorry, I'm entering this password, that are centered around just, it's like a time lapse. So it showed Miami in 2008 to 2015 to 2022, and the change is staggering. And I'm used to just observing change over 40 years. You know, you think of the change from 1960 to 2000, how drastic that was been. But now the change is is intensifying. It's more rapid. So the change from 2005 to now, to now, a lot, a lot of change. And even Tampa, even just coming here, first time coming here in 2015 to see where my sister used to live in Channel Side. And it used to be just an industrial area not not the area it is now very industrial shipyard right next to it not really a place you want to be now it's luxury you know there there was a meth addict that ate food off my t- off my plate and in channel side just went up and ate, ate fucking food now if that happened he'd, he'd get stoned to death in the street that that would never happen in tampa anymore especially with all this influence now crazy crazy they said this gasparilla was just one of the most popular ever so life is changing, everyone. Either you get with it or you get left behind. So keep evolving. Keep fucking moving forward, working on your passions in 2023 and doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Whatever you want to do. But we're going to 
Start closing this son of a bitch out. It's Thursday night. And I don't know what's on. College sports, there's no fucking football on this weekend. All we got is the Pro Bowl, the flag game. I Hopefully Peyton Eli make it somewhat interesting. Oh, I saw there's a $25,000 Choco Taco on eBay. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Pretty cool random fact. That's it for the Bayside Report. February is here. The Super Bowl is going to go like that before you know it. It's going to be April and the leaves on the trees will be green wherever you may be. Garrett Belich signing off. Have a great weekend. I'm getting out on the golf course. I'm enjoying the sunny weather. And we're just on our shit doing what we usually do. God bless everyone. Have a great night.